You're good to go, Jim. Very good. Hey, guys. So, uh, look, I'm very excited to be sharing with you today. So today's topic is being intentional with letters and mailers. So I've made a lot of money in this particular area, uh, and I'm happy and, and excited to share with you guys um, what's worked for me well in this particular area. So what we're going to do is I'm going to run over probably about 10, 15 minutes of content, and then we're going to open it up for Q&A, cover what we've got there. Uh, Teddy's our awesome core concierge, and he'll be uh, he'll be taking questions and reading them out um, at the at Q&A. And then we'll go back in and, and finish the second half of the presentation and then open it up for any type of questions. So um, that'll be how we roll. Um, other than that, I think we'll go ahead and get started. I'm, I'm going to see if I can share a screen. If so, you'll see it. If not, <laughs> you won't. Um, Ted, are you seeing any of that? I am not right now. No, not yet. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Well, look, here's, here's, here's what we're going to cover. So, uh, my name is Jim Bass, uh, associate broker owner of real estate teams. I'm a mid-Atlantic, uh, brokerage, um, about an hour northwest of Washington, D.C., right underneath the Pennsylvania line. We're brokered in four states, Maryland, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. Um, been serving the, the Mid-Atlantic real estate community for 26 years. Um, have a team of 13 right now. Have some of the most tenured teams and uh, team members in the nation. Um, my, uh, I have a, tw- I have a number of people with me 12 years, a couple 16. Uh, my R- senior RP1's been with me 20 as of last week. And my senior RP2 has been with me 23. So, um, and I ask them why, 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 you know, like my RP2. I mean, granted, uh, she's made a lot of money being with me and being with the team, you know, over a couple million dollars with zero expense. So maybe some people say, why not? But, I mean, she's wildly successful. She's probably one of the best buyer agents in the county. And she was like, I just don't want to deal with it all. I want somebody to, to, to manage the CRM. I want somebody to take care of the mailers. I want somebody to take, take care of the prospecting systems. I'm really good with people. I'm really good with houses. Um, and that's my focus. So I'm going to share why she sticks with me um, and why we generate recurring revenue day in and day out. Probably probably about 80% of our business is is referral-based. Um, people know us, like us, and trust us. So it's primarily database. Um, the core systems teach us mail, call, visit. Um, and that, where that takes us from is the most efficient to the most effective, right, mail, um, is just a very efficient uh, delivery system, right? We come up with a concept, an idea, um, we put it into play, um, we have an RP1, send it to us, prove it, yes, love it, get it out, right? So I've touched, depending upon it's my database, four, five, six hundred people. If it's a geographics uh, farm that I'm working, 2,000, sometimes 4,000, um, but one piece and it's automatically hit. So it's very efficient, right? I come up with the idea, the concept, put it together, get it out, outsource the majority of it to my team, but we're not nearly as effective, right? It's a one-way communication. Um, so two-way communication is our most effective, right? In sales, it's about matching and mirroring, um, reading body language. I mean, there's varying opinions. 70 to 92% of all communication is nonverbal. 
So if you're trying to close somebody for an appointment, close somebody for a deal, close somebody for a follow-up meeting, you need to see, are are they buying? Are they rolled back, arms crossed? Are they leaning into your conversation? So that's why mail creates the opportunity for a warm phone call. That's where we close for the face-to-face. We never close for business over the phone. Then when we're face-to-face, we close for the business. So we're on part one of four parts to a sale. So let's get started with intentional mailers and what we do and how we start with that. So for me, um, it's got to be a tight CRM, right? Client relationship management tool. Uh, it's just a database. Um, if you, uh, A lot of you guys are, I don't want to say newer, but maybe early on in your careers, you might still be working from an Excel spreadsheet, Outlook. I don't really care. You just need a system to catalog your contacts. Um, I, really, I'm looking for five or six primary pieces of information to have uh, in that particular thing. We want their name, address, email, phone numbers, preferably birthdays, anniversaries. If they're clients, you want to have a, a house anniversary meaning the, the settlement date that they bought their house. You won't be deluded by any other messages because nobody else, probably not even them, remember the date of their, their anniversary for their house, right? And then you can build from there, you know, going deeper in regards to your, your communication information. Um, we use a split system. So we use Boomtown on our front end for lead gen, incubating leads, um, nurturing leads, qualifying leads. Uh, for me, it's accountability and supervising lead management. Once they're a closed transaction, meaning they've gone to settlement, then we switch them over to top producer, and top producer handles all of our past clients. Um, categorized, categorized by year they settled, buyer, seller, investor, flipper, um, are the main categories. If they've been to any events, what mailers they've received, what events they've attended. So. Your baseline is you got to have at least those six or eight pieces of information to create your mailing list. You got to keep that very diligent. Tag it, um, you know, it, depending upon which CRM you're using, whether it's a source, a category, a tag, um, flags, you know, different buckets of information. That's all you're doing is diversifying who your message is going out to, so you know which mailer goes to who or whom. Um, so CRM is is the first step in all that. Um, what are we mailing? Well, so many of us started off by making these promises of being a realtor for life, right? I heart referrals. Um, I'm your realtor for life. You know, all these wonderful cliches, which in reality should be true, but the fact of the matter is a lot of times when we go to settlement, we get busy, we're pulled into other different directions, and we're not staying in contact. Anybody relate? Can I show a show of hands uh, how many people have purposefully touched their entire database at least 24 times in the last 12 months, twice a month, consistently, right? I can't see any hands anyhow, but I doubt there's many going up, right? So the reality is um, we do a letter from the heart, which is, uh, well, before we do that, if you're one of the many who has not stayed in contact with your database, it might be a little less relational to, like, just kind of jump in and be sharing all about you and your business and everything else, right? Maybe it's been a gap of time. 
some people I've talked to, it's been years. I mean, I've got some students right now that haven't really talked to their clients in 5, 10, 15 years, right? Not good, but we've got a tool for that, right? It's called the reconnect letter. So the reconnect letter is is simply that. It's just reminding them of um, reestablishing communication, um, reminding them of a business philosophy that we're referral-based, um, the benefits of being in relationship with us. We should be the connectors for them. We should know the, the, the roofing contractors, the plumbers, the landscapers, the CPAs, the estate attorney people. You know, we by maintaining a relationship with us, we should be their connector for them, right? Maybe working out bulk, bulk discounts on some of these people. Um, and then certainly if they have information or questions about real estate, as they do. I mean, the average buyer is only in your house five to seven years. That's the average lifespan of a buyer. There's a little bit more of a pent-up demand right now, but we're starting to push through all that right now. I mean, five years in the real estate industry is a blink. So all the more reason you want to stay on top of them and staying, uh, reaching out to them. Um, uh, so content for your reconnect letter, right? Um, we kind of break it into three sections, uh, reminding them of who we are, how, how long it's been since we've um, settled the house, you know, reminding them if there's any sound bite you remember about how great it was. This is an individual one-on-one piece. So this one takes a little bit more time as you're catching up with 100, 200 people. Like, but you can remember something about most of these people. You see the address. There's some kind of memory jog or something that pops out, right? Um, so you remind them about your real estate philosophies. Um, you do a little subsection. Do you know why I'm different? I'm just going to read you this because we got a couple minutes in the house, so I'm going to pop through it. So do you know why I'm different? It occurred to me that my friends and family members may not be aware of just exactly what a real estate consultant does differently than a traditional salesperson and how that benefits people you introduce me to. Traditional real estate agents spend the majority of their time soliciting the public looking for their next client, which leaves them little time to personally see to their clients' needs. Bold. Making my clients outrageously happy. As a uh, real estate consultant, I'm 100% focused on consulting, negotiating, overseeing the transactional details for my clients, keeping their best interests foremost in my mind. I'm committed to making the home buying, selling, investing, flipping, financing, whatever it is that you're reconnecting with, experience the best it can be. Purpose is making sure that my clients are so outrageously happy that I provide they gladly introduce me to the people they care about, not because they feel obligated, but because they truly believe that they will benefit by referring us. Because I think that way about my business, my previous clients are pleased with my help and introduce me to their friends, family, and coworkers anytime they have a real estate or home financing lead. During the next several months, I'll be in touch to share some stories about people I've had the privilege of helping. Another new segment, Bold. How can you help people you care about? I know, if you know someone who needs my help, feel comfortable calling me, and we'll talk about the best way to introduce me to them so I can help them realize their real estate dreams also. Talk to you soon, Jim. Always include a P.S. I want to be a resource for you in the future. If there's anything I can do to provide you, your family, your friends, um, additional benefit, don't hesitate to contact me, my phone number, email. So it's really just kind of warming up the opportunity. It's what is it basically? It's a help me help you, right? I think we're all pretty clear 
if you guys are leaning into the core, you recognize there's a better way of doing business, right? You recognize that there's great opportunity uh, in being referral-based um, and serving families. I mean, it's a phenomenal responsibility um, to be able to handle the sole most important financial asset the average person has. It's very unnatural for us to allow strangers walking through our house. So I think it's critically important that we really kind of focus on making sure we are helping them by providing that Uber level of service. And a lot of people are like, eh, I'm not, that's, I'm, that's salesy. That's just not me and everything else. Well, first thing I'll say is get over it. We're salespeople, right? Second thing I'll say is what's the reality? I'm pretty clear there's a handful of agents in my marketplace that, that do it good, right? I don't believe anybody does it better than me in my marketplace. That's been a, a, a bar that we've strived for team-wide, culture-wise, my entire 26 years. I think there are a few agents who do it well, but the masses are just looking for a paycheck, right? And it's a gut blow for me anytime we don't get the deal, don't get the referral, because I literally feel like I'm throwing them to the sharks. I'm throwing them to the wolves because so many other real estate agents out there are just really not after doing what's in the best interest of the client all the time. Case in point, every time I get a contract that comes in, my first question to the other agent is, how do you want the counter? Price or terms? Price or closing calls, right? Nine times out of ten, they'll sing. Hey, the buyer will do this. He said start here. I mean, that's just not good, right? That's not that, that's violating your client's fiduciary. We never do that. So we want to get the message out so that our clients understand the huge value that we provide. How do we do that? So we, we, we're transparent, right? Letter of the heart. We share this the first of every month. And I think the key to this is consistency. Like the first of every month, they, they should count on getting a letter from you, just kind of sharing what's happening in your world. And it isn't the perfect world. It isn't the glamour shot. It isn't the fancy car. It isn't multi-million dollar clubs. It's us being real, raw, and stupid, right? Transparency is relatable, right? The goal in these particular mailing pieces, the letter of the heart, is to go from the black to the red. Right, they already kind of know the black side of us, meaning the transactional side, the professional side. But the, the, the what matters most to be in relationship is the heart. It is really the relational side of the business, right? Sharing a godly side. You'll keep the letter of the heart short and sweet. Um, it'd be about two thirds of a page. It'd be an eight and a half by eleven. I'm going to give you some content. So for implementing a letter of the heart, so it's about two thirds of a page. You're going to tell your clients something about you, being transparent. You can touch on one of the four areas of Ford. Dialogue, right? Family, occupation, recreation, dreams, what's happening with the family, what's going on at work, what you do fun, we're coming to the middle to the end of summer, what they do for the summer, and then dreams. <clears throat> a lot of clients have shared ultimate goals for the house, put in a swimming pool, put on an addition, add a garage, change the hardwood floors, we'll, we'll do this or we'll do that, because no house is ever the exact house they want. So touch that. That's also an opportunity for us to find a problem and fix it, right? So when you when you cover these areas and then you get to dreams and they're like, how's it going in our kitchen? I know, you know, that was an area you wanted to kind of redo the kitchen. Well, we're getting close. We haven't got there yet. Will you let me know? I've got some of the best kitchen contractors in the marketplace. I'd love to make that resource available for you. Um, just let me know when that time is right, and I'll, and I'll make that for you. Um, print the letters and envelope. Kind of decorative stationery so we can be fun. This is where you can be silly. This is where you're less professional, right? 
Um, or, or outsource the printing. We do all of our printing in, in-house. I, my, I've renegotiated with my copy guys so many times. Black and white copies for me are less than one cents per page. So we do pretty letterhead and then print it in black and white. So it's less than one cents per page. Um, color is like 8.5 cents a cut. So if we're doing color, uh, we do it that way. But get some letter, matching letterhead and stationery. Um, don't use your business stuff. Um, and other than that, eye capturing title. So life lessons for my three year old or, um, have, you know, be prepared, uh, when, when life throws you a curveball. You know, there's got to be some eye capturing, uh, headline and then a couple paragraphs just kind of sharing, you know, what you've done, what's happening in your world. Again, silly, stupid, transparent, share pain. Um, people relate to that and get that out. So that's the first of every month, right? Every, other week, so the third of every week, a uh, third of every month, rather, we send the evidence of success. Now, this varies in a number of different ways. The evidence of success is historically um, a jumbo postcard. Um, again, eye-capturing headline. This is this piece is intended to share. Um, it's kind of more of a memory jogger, right? What we do. Who's a great client for us, right? Part of our elevator speech is, is, is what marketplace we serve. Um, who's our target audience? What's happening in the market? You know, kind of a memory jogger. Help, help them help us, right? By letting them know wh- who's right. Um, and then incorporating some kind of stats. You know, this is your business piece. This is finding problems and fix it. Um, you know, we, we've, we're, I, I'm still doing short sales. I, I know it freaks out some of the people. I mean, you know, we're still got, we still have people going into bankruptcy. We're still people uh, losing their homes to foreclosure. We're still doing short sales. So we're still sharing that information in my marketplace because people still having it happen. Um, so, um, and this particular one, you never know unless you try. And we had somebody that lost their job, came back as a contractor, um, as an independent contractor, and then his work slowed down. Um, they actually laid him off and, and he had started remodeling the house. So the house was half finished. Uh, they'd gotten behind in payments when he switched from an employee to a contractor. Uh, they weren't taking out taxes. So, you know, she called me in, in desperation that um, they did, they had to get rid of the house or the bank was going to take it and they had to be able to pay back the IRS. Um, so we shared the, the problem. We shared how we helped them unravel it. We shared the short sale. We got three loans undone. And the PS was if someone you know is struggling with a mortgage, please have us, please have them contact us. We have options, right? So header, a problem, how you fixed it, tagline on the end, right? Um, if during this uh, evidence of success, you don't have me stats, like you're not dominating any particular market, you're not dominating uh, in a community, you're not dominating uh, where your database is. If you don't have me stats, use we stats. And what do I mean by that? Um, either utilize your brokerage, we, or your franchise, um, or the industry, you know, real estate professionals. Like you can make a stat out of anything, and, and I think that just kind of solidifies values. Um, so these two pieces are the warm-up opportunities I led into in the beginning of the call, right? These are our mail pieces. So when you pick up the phone and you're following up with them as you're systematically touching your entire database, um, they 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 can see what's happening in your world, right? I creep on them, 
social media wise before I'm making these database calls. Um, I have creepers go out and creep on them. Um, just so there's some kind of sound bite that I can connect the dots. Um, if it's after our reconnect letter before we're kind of in relationship. Once I start connecting with them on the phone, I've reconnected with the reconnect letter. I've shared a couple letter of the heart. I've shared some evidence of success. Now I'm calling them, touching base with them. Um, and as I'm doing that, I'm building my notes on their family, their occupation, their recreation, and their dreams. So I can just build from that to keep the conversation alive. So I'm going to open it up for calls right now, just kind of on those baseline three pieces. That's kind of how you reignite your database, how you re-embrace it, how you keep nurturing or keeping it warm um, before I get into a little bit of the colder side on geographic uh, mar- fail, uh, mailers and stuff like that. So I'm going to open it up. Uh, if you have any questions, you can post it, I think, in the chat section. Uh, Teddy will uh, shout out those questions to us. Teddy, do we have anything in the uh, in the queue right now? Yeah, so it's actually, we have a chat section. We actually have them use the Q&A section, and uh, currently we do have uh, one question in the Q&A for you, and it's from Jeff, and it says, do you have a sample of your uh, reconnect letter that you can provide? Absolutely. So, Teddy, I will make that available, I guess, to you, and you will get that available to the Level 1 people? Absolutely. Yes. And that's actually the uh, the only question we have right now. All right. I'll, as they know that's happening, I'll give them a quick second to see if uh, if they have anything else um, before I jump into this next section. Sounds good. All right, so you guys see on the far right-hand side of your screen, there is a Q&A section. There's a chat section. So if you have in individual questions in regards to this, I'm going to I'm gonna keep going. Uh, just because this is this is the exciting part for me. This is kind of the um, this was kind of a career builder for me. Um, if you guys have questions as you, as you go, like I see one just popped in now. I can't really see those, but maybe uh, Teddy, what's that second question before I start into this? It's from Toby. It says, "What program do you use for mailers, or do you just use staff to send manually?" Yeah, I I uh, do leverage staff. Um, Again, I've just continued to beat up um, my uh, copier guys and just renegotiated, renegotiated, renegotiated tool. Again, it's less than a penny per page um, for that, and it uh, for black and white, and it's like 7.8 cents for color. So, you know, staples and all that's 25 or 30 cents a piece. If you don't have that uh, resource available to you, there are there are um, you know there are a number of different sources. Um, what is it? E, uh, Elance is one where you can actually have these pieces created for you. Um, and then they'll also handle the, the outsourcing. I think Vistaprint will also do that for you as well. So there are a number of different vendors as far as that's concerned, but we do do it in-house. Um, one thing I will mention too, um, in, in order to maintain cost efficiency, because at the core, we're P&L driven. We're P&L focused. So I'm always looking at bottom dollar. I love, I'm, I'm a Dr. Phil, uh, fan. And uh, Dr. Phil says everything is negotiable, so I'm always negotiating everything. Um, one of the things we do to, to to keep our costs down on mailing is if you mail at least 200. So I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, newsletters, geographic farming, just listed and just sold. Um, but when you're doing your evidence of success or your letter from the heart, if you have at least 200, 
you get a discounted mail rate, right? It's called a bulk mail rate, and it's less than half of what first-class mail is. And I should have qualified that. Your reconnect letter, as painful as this is going to be, your reconnect letter, the first time it goes out, has to be with first-class mail. Why? Because when they moved without you and you don't know it, you're going to get that mail back and found out that they moved without you. So you're going to update your database. Either track them down if they're still local, apologize, try and rekindle a relationship. They've left the area. They're gone and done, right? But you don't want to keep mailing because bulk, you will not get these pieces back. So I don't want to be mailing 10 or 15 or 20 a month, 10% that's going nowhere because it, it doesn't have to come back. So the first mailer goes out, whether it's EOS, I mean, letter of the heart, or reconnect goes out first class mail. The rest goes bulk. And then last but not least, when you're doing um, entire routes, you can go to EDDM, every door direct mail, EDDM.gov, and you'll see the routes in your particular communities. If you mail to the entire route and you follow the mailing instructions, meaning you give the exact amount of mailers to that uh, particular route, the postal carriers just have to dump it. They don't have to read any names. It's fractional. It's like 17 cents per piece. Well, I don't even know what first class is anymore, 52, 53 cents. So I'm, I mail to geographic farms, rural routes at 17 cents per piece. Um, so I think that's helpful as well. Um, Teddy, you want to hit those two questions and I'll jump into newsletters. Absolutely. I answered the first one about how long is too long for a letter of the heart, but Mike asked, what about videos, monthly or personal per client? Um, yeah, that's a great point. I mean, obviously, that is the most efficient, right? They get to see your body inflection. They get to see um, what um, what you're leaning into, how the conversation looks and feels. Um, so I still like every two weeks, again, especially if you keep the video short, right? You, you don't want to be more than two minutes on a video. Um, minute and a half is kind of like perfect. Um, and, and, and make sure you're using the proper distribution system like a, uh, like a bomb bomb or something like that because, uh, they are mobile enabled, right? So I think that's a great way to do that as well. Um, but good question. Um, all right. I want to jump into, um, intentional mailers for me. Um, share a quick little story and I'll jump into the tactic of it. So I think it's the easiest way to make an extra hundred thousand on the way home. And when I say that, I'm not saying that tongue-in-cheek, and I'm not saying a cliche. I have literally, literally made over $2.5 million GCI to me from one geographic farm. It was, it was a community I lived in for 18 years. I haven't even lived in there for the last four years. Um, about 2,000 homes. When I first moved in, there were seven. I was like third year in the business. There were like seven of the best realtors in the in, in our marketplace living in this particular community. I told my wife Cheryl, I'm like, man, we'll never we'll never get a house in here. Like, I mean, they were brokerage owners, they were the top Remax agent, you know, top Colwell banker agent, top top Long and Foster agent. Like, I mean, the number one people. And it was three times the average sales price in our county. Um, so it was a great place to live. Uh, the rate, I, we chose to raise the family and I bought it on an auction. Um, but it was a great place to market. So we began doing just listed and just sold cards. Um, cause I could do 200. 
you know, when my marketing budget was low and finally get a listing. I did uh, just listed and just sold open houses, lots of signs um, until I could afford to do the geographic newsletter. Now I do the geographic newsletter, um, I, geographic farm newsletter, um, and I do that every – I had to do it every month, and I had to do it every month for about three and a half years. Then I started rolling back to every other month, and the perception was still, hey, we get your newsletter every month. I'm like, great, I only mail it every other month now. So then I went to every third month, once a quarter. Same thing. Oh, we get your newsletter all the time. Here, I'll show you. And they pull out the door, drawer and, and show me all the newsletters. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. So then I went back to every four months. And that's what I've been doing for about the last eight years. I only mail, I only mail to the community, um, every four months. And the perception is still we get your newsletter every month. Why is it important to them? It's only the database information. It's what the neighbors is uh, selling for, how much it's on the market for. Um, how much did it sell for? Bedrooms, bathrooms, square footage, right? Stats. On the front, it's me. It's our stats. We're number one here. What we've done, some community benefits, how to get a free automated valuation, you know, through our website. Um, some market stats about where the market is trending, buyer side, seller side, um, rates, different things like that. And in the back is just all the homes in the community, single families, townhomes, and condos that have sold what they listed for and what they sold. So kind of that's all they care. They then probably look at the front side of it. But here's the, the magic. My newsletter header looks exactly like my yard signs, which look exactly like my directional signs. So branding is very important, and it also looks exactly like my website. So my brand is all, all the same. Um, so anytime they see it, the perception is just we see you everywhere. Um, so this year, uh, year to date, we have done 17 transactions in this particular neighborhood that I mail to three times a year. We have brought in $183,581. That is an average profit per sale of $10,799 per deal. Um, so $183,000 in income costs us a little less than $5,000 uh, for the mailer between print and every door direct mail postage. So net profit of almost 180000 we're not even done the year. So we'll be over 200000 this year. Um, and I've been geographic farming in there now for 21 years, 21 years. We average 100000 every year. And the reason I say that, I think it's so important because historically I think we live in the nicest communities in a market. If not, we should, but more times than not, we do. You kind of can't get out without ever talking real estate anyhow. I mean, you know, every cocktail party, every barbecue, every pool party, it's all, hey, how's the market? Hey, how's such and such house? Hey, what about this one, right? You're doing it. You might as well make money on it, right? It's just kind of a no-brainer for me. It literally changed everything. Highest price point market in in, in the county. Um, just a, a great way of doing it. So I, I can't stress that enough. And it's similar formats. Um, oh, I shouldn't think about it. I, I can actually show you. So Teddy can. Yeah, I guess you all can see this, right, Teddy? Okay. 
So look, that I mean, not not rocket science, not not anything too crazy. So um, houses, some information about us. Here's all the stats on the back. So here's what's happening in a particular community. I mean, I, you don't have to read the data. I'm just showing the format. Some information about it being a seller's market. Jim, is this something that you can share with me as well when you send it? Absolutely. I'll send it out. They can take a peek at that. Um, Thank you. Here's the deal. It's 8.5 by 11, double-sided color print on my copier. It doesn't need to be. I mean, I see agents all the time that do these professional pieces, double-sided, laminated, high UV-coated gloss. What's the readership? About 10 seconds. They're standing over the trash can for most of this stuff, and it's going right in the trash. Got the newsletter stats. They'll hold on to it and reference it a little bit. It doesn't need to be fancy. I mean, literally, in 21 years, I have always printed this stuff on a copier. It's not, I mean, you know, you'll laugh at some of it. I mean, it, some of it's not that great. It works, right? It doesn't need to be flashy. It just needs to be functional. It's the same one we do for our, our database, right? So our database, we don't have the stats, um, so we talk really market-wise. So uh, Keeping Matters Current uh, does a great job on that, giving you graphs about, uh, or the MLS talks about whether it's a seller's market, whether it's a buyer's market, interest rates, things like that. Uh, my brother just started a gaming, uh, a mobile gaming business, so he's got a 24-foot trailer. Um, we're talking about a, a client event celebrating 25 years in real estate. We just won the best best place to work uh, in Frederick County. My my my, my shop did. So uh, and then had to get a free automated valuation. So again, same thing, same brand, same newsletter. Matches my website header. Matches my yard signs. Matches my directional signs. So the branding is, wow, we see you everywhere. I've got some banners up at local schools, um, just different things that, that work. Here is an example we talked earlier about just listed and just sold. And I think this is an easy way if you're if you're light on your marketing budget. Um, and this one we did do through Vistaprint because Vistaprint runs a 50% off sale like several times a month. And my wife, who's our chief relationship officer, and my executive assistant, um, they always monitor this. Uh, we got a thousand of these postcards. I don't know, like 38 bucks, something like that. So we sold this house twice this year. Uh, it was a bank foreclosure, and then we we flipped it for 675, which is almost three times our average sales price. Um, and nobody believes we sold it for that. So we did it just, we did, we bought extras, uh, to mail around. So that's when I was on a limited budget, that's how we leaned in to start taking over the geographic farm as far as that's concerned. Um, Teddy, let me take a couple more of those questions and then I want to talk about the last tactic in order to make this happen. Good, Jim. So Mike asks, how much time does it take on average? To get return on new farm areas, how many how many doors do you recommend to start with? How much for your budget? Yeah, great question. Um, so I think um, it's got to. Um, I, I think you got to be a, a minimum of um, a thousand rooftops, um, ideally. You're striving for ten percent turnover. I've never had that. We're really about seven or eight percent turnover. Um, but you, you know, and you, so meaning don't go target a new home subdivision that, you know, is either nearing closeout 
you know, there might be a sale or two that happens in there and it's a great price point, but the odds are the majority are not turning over. So check and see how many, um, you know, are turning over in that particular community uh, on a regular basis. So, again, 10% is ideal. 1,000 rooftops are ideal. 7 to 8% is typically what I see. Um, the other thing is check your competition. Like, if you come after me, you're going to have an uphill battle. You know what I mean? Like, don't – there's enough communities that we can kind of spread out and target different areas. Um, I, I was at a charity event here recently, and I was, I was talking to a, a guy. He's a tenant in one of my office buildings, and he introduced me to his wife, and I knew she was a realtor down county. And, and I was asking her how the, how the market was and how things were going, and, and she was like, we're in fierce competition. I'm like, really? With who? She said, with you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she uh, had moved into my geographic farm. I didn't know it. She wasn't a client of mine. Um, and uh, and I knew uh, he was a tenant, but his wife was a realtor, so he was never on any of my mailing list. And so it's kind of funny. So she's nipping at my heels and thinks that she's in uh, in fierce competition with me. Um, and I, you know, one of her sellers just canceled last week. Uh, well, actually, last week and then signed with us yesterday. So point is, is, is choose your markets wisely. You're looking for a 1,000 rooftops. You're looking for 10% turnover. And if somebody's dominating or been in there a long time or lives in there, take a hard look if there's another community that you don't have as much competition because it's tough enough making money on these that you don't really want to go head-to-head with somebody if you don't have to. And then last but not least, I mean, I started seeing profits my first I – start, I started seeing listings my first year. Um, but the reality is it's it's uh, it's usually a good 18 months before you could bank on that. Uh, and then it took me a little over three years of mailing this newsletter every month without fail until I started to see regular, regular turnover to where I could roll it back every other month. Great question, though. Um, anything else, Teddy? We do. Uh, Mike has another question. It's the last one for now. Uh, he says, who's de- who designs your flyers? We do. Um, a- again, it's an Excel spreadsheet on the back from our – it's exported from MLS, which just shows uh, the status, meaning it's, after, it's, it's active, it's under contract or it's sold, uh, the address, bedrooms, bathrooms, settlement date, settlement price, what the list price was, any fireplace, garage, year built, and days on market. So that's just an simple Excel spreadsheet on the back. Then we do the average list price, average days on market for that. And then you might have saw the highlights um, on that. The highlights are properties that we either listed or were involved in the sale, and then we disclaim that on the bottom. Be careful with that, too. Make sure that you have, you know, most MLSs require a disclaimer um, that, one, it's not a solicitation of a, a home actively for sale. Um, and that you may or may not have participated in a sale, in, in, in a part of the sale, because you're just listening to stats. So double check you with your broker, double check with your state, and then double check with your MLS for rules and regs as far as that's concerned. Um, and then the front parts really, it hasn't changed. It's funny. I, I was looking for an old presentation. I, I, I did one for the core, gosh, in 05 or 06, and the newsletter hadn't changed that much, and it still works, you know. Some of the tools we put in as far as automated valuations, you know, somebody can type in their address and get an automated valuation. Um, 
some of the technologies changed, but the newsletter really hadn't. Um, and, and then during 08 and 09, when things got set sideways during the housing recession, everybody pulled back their marketing budgets, mailing budgets, um, and most didn't go back to it. So we used to fight a mailbox that was, you know, 8, 9, 10 inches full of junk mail. Mailboxes aren't very full anymore, so it's easy to stand out in the crowd. And, again, when it's information that matters most to them, when we're client-focused, meaning what's happening in their backyard, it tends to get readership and, and tend to have a little bit of stickiness. Cool. Um, Teddy, one more, and I'll jump into uh, tactics. Okay. Uh, James said, how would you recommend gathering information from people to send mailers if they aren't already in your database? Um, well, one's going to be, one's going to be a geographic farm. So if you find a particular farm area, you know, um, you're, you're going to pull through public records. Um, networking organizations, uh, be it BNI, Chamber of Commerce, Rotary, uh, a lot of those will make their particular, particular membership lists available to the members. Um, if you do do Chamber of Commerce, a lot of times they'll do speed networking where you share your value proposition. They ring a buzzer every 30 seconds, and you rotate 30 seconds, rotate, and you collect about 30 or 40 business cards. That has all the mailing information, and you schedule face-to-faces with that. Um, there's also a, a resource, um, CRR, Coal Realty resource.com c-o-l-e coalrealtyresource.com um will give you it's not perfect but it's the best i've seen geographic farming uh email and telephone numbers for residents which a lot of times you can't get so i know somebody initially had talked about doing uh, videos um what good's a video if you don't have an email to send it to right so we've been able to get um uh, emails of a lot of email residents through this particular resource. A little bit expensive, but uh, it's kind of worth it. There, and um, there's one other, uh, I don't know if it's Vulcan, who's kind of a, a telemarketing tool um, where you can get zip codes even cheaper. Because um, I think Cold Realty Resource might be 1200 bucks, 1300 bucks for the year. Um, but it it's not unlimited either. So a couple, couple resources there. Um, all right, last but not least, so how do we make all this happen, right? I, I've said a lot. I've shared a lot, right? Um, if you haven't been in contact with your database and you're listening to me, now I'm talking about a reconnect letter. Now I'm talking about the first of the month is a letter of the heart. Then I'm talking about two weeks later and evidence of success. Then I'm talking about adding a uh, just listed or just sold postcard and a geographic farm newsletter, right? you got to walk before you run. Database is, is the highest and best return. So reconnect first with them. Start with EOS or letter of the heart EOS. Um, some people don't feel comfortable jumping right into sharing letter of the heart with their business colleagues, meaning BNI, Network, um, Business Networking International, Rotary, Chamber. So they might just send their evidence of success kind of a B2B, right, business to business. Um, so maybe you can start there. Um, but if you're in relationship with people and you've helped them in real estate, you should be doing your letter from the heart because it, it kind of shows a little bit more who you are. Um, so I think that's a big piece to do that. How do you do it? You've got to have a marketing calendar. 
right? I know you can't read this. I'm just this is all this is one month. So we have to have the monthly mail or monthly mailer created. We ha- somebody has to pull the comps for the newsletter. Um, I, I'm going to the rotary. I'm going to the chamber uh, breakfast. Um, we have the happy hour for our VIPs. The newsletter needs to be formatted. Um, it needs to be to me for proof on articles. Um, for a newbie insanity call. Um, electronic newsletter goes out. Um, the monthly mailer goes to the post office. Um, and then we schedule all, we strategically structure our calls after our mailers go out. So if we're cold calling a particular community, um, circle prospecting around a listing we have, our newsletter will hit and then our calls will go out. Um, if we're doing database calls, our newsletter will hit to our database and then we're making those database calls. So it's just kind of a nice one-two punch, right? Mail, call, visit. It just kind of softens the impact and, you know, refreshes their memory of where everything's at. So you have to break down every step. I, I had gotten down to where it was um, it was 20,000 actions to do our newsletter, right? Um, meaning by the time we pulled the stats, we formatted the newsletter. We used to, I did it at my family dining room table, and the kids, I paid the kids. Um, we'd fold them. We'd label them. We'd put the bulk stamp on them. We'd, um, for the database, we'd put their individual labels on for the geo farm, we had to print different plates for the different rural routes. They'd have to count them and stack them, 500 here, 600 here, rubber band them, put them in the post office bags, um, get them to the car, get them to the post office. So there's a lot of actionable steps you can do. You just reduce it to the ridiculous, right? Choose one event, reconnect letter, right? Reengage your database. Pick up the phone and call. Somebody mentioned video. Bomb Bomb is one of the most cost-effective resources out there. If they're a past client, especially in the day and age of electronic signatures, odds are you've got their email address. You can kind of uh, jump on that and, 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 and broadcast a video quick and easy. I mean, you want to talk about impact, do a reconnect letter with a, a video of shame about how I, I just can't believe it's been a couple years and, and you know, I, I haven't been able to catch up with you or reconnect and kind of go through that framework we gave you. And um, you're always trying to answer the question, what's in it for them, right? Uh, be a value-added resource as far as that's concerned. Um, so that's my um, my keys to success in intentional um, mailers and letters. Um, and it's provided a phenomenal foundation, even when the market goes up or down, I have these baselines, and this database builds, you know, I'm 26 years in. I'm freaking old now, right? My database has turned over three and four times. I mean, I, I'm showing houses that, um, uh, who was it, Roman, hit his head on the breakfast bar. You know, Mom, we, we sold it here a couple months ago, hit his head on the breakfast bar when, when we showed him the house in the 90s, and Mom's like, you remember, you know, Roman? Now he's the captain of the football team. So, you know, it's just turnover time. So I'm telling you, five years in the industry goes like this. So that's why you want to stay on top of them when the average buyer is turning over every five to seven years. Um, Teddy, looks like we might have one more in the Q&A question. We do, yeah. It says, do you know a company like Cole Realty in Canada? Uh, no. Sorry. Um, but I uh, – um, gosh, Cook. Uh, there was a, a predominant real estate force up there in Toronto 
Um, I can only remember their na- their last name was Cook, um, but I know they're dialed in up there. They they would definitely be a resource I would I would reach out to. Looks like that is all the questions we have for now. Cool. Well, look, I will open it up. I've got a few minutes left here. I will open it up to questions outside of this if need be. Um, and I, I'll just always remind you guys, I guarantee it, you're level one, you're level two, you're, you're, you're just figuring out how to make all the phone calls and, 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 and watch your money. These are some just tactics that you can really outsource and get done. And if you have a question, I guarantee you five other people have the same question and are just not willing to ask it. So it always is funny to me when, when, when people don't share, uh, when we're an open book, it's one of the biggest gifts of the core is the transparency. It looks like I've shamed somebody into one more. We got Teddy. Um, well, Mike, I think he was just responding to, uh, the previous question. He said, try REDX Reddits. Uh, they may have the same similar service as Cole. Oh, that's cool. Good. That, that's awesome, Sharon, too. I appreciate that. Um, I do not see any further questions, though, after that. Cool. We do have, actually, we have somebody that went in the chat. Any tips on organizing all my contacts into the various lists for marketing purposes? I have thousands in my phone and a little daunting on how to organize these new students. Oh, it's terrible, isn't it? Um, bite by bite. Had to eat an, af- an elephant one bite at a time, right? Um, I-, I think you just got to get them in there, merge all the contacts, whether you're doing it through an Excel spreadsheet. There are a lot of um, virtual outsource people. Um, there- there's uh, military spouses as a network. Um, there's my virtual out desk. There is uh, Elance got bought, but if you Google Elance, I'm sure it shows another company. There are a number of outsourced vendors that can help you um, export your phone list into a, an Excel spreadsheet or a CSV file, a common separated. Um, I can't remember what the V is, but a CSV file is what they use in Excel that can pull it either into your Outlook or into your mail provider or into an Excel document. And then you can merge the contacts to make sure because a lot of times, I know for me, I mean, I'm 26 years, I get people change their phone numbers and emails two or three times um, that you want to get rid of the duplication. Um, and then really, anytime I fly to a core event, I'm usually carrying, uh, you know, not anymore, but in, in years past, uh, in the early days, I'd have, I'd take 2,500 on legal sheet. And just highlight them up, dead, literally dead, divorced, um, a vendor, a lender, uh, you know, a title rep. Um, you know, I know they've changed jobs, past client. But I, I strive to at least get the year that they bought or sold um, and then get all that part straight. From this point going forward, be very purposeful. Um, and not just about the, the data you need for the CRM or the database, their sources, right? We're talking about um, intentional letters and mailers. The only thing less intentional is being unclear on our cost to acquire that we measure on our profit and loss or our return on um, our return. Um, 
from the particular mailer. So we track source, subsource, subsource, and zip code. So if it's a particular, like for this one I'm talking about, it'll be add that we track on our lead tracker. Subsource will be GeoFarm. Subsource will be the community, which is Spring Ridge. Um, and then the zip code is 21701. So as I'm tracking, I want to make sure, I mean, I'm only spending five grand on my Spring Ridge geographic, uh, community, um, anymore, but I mean, I'm, I'm 180, what, 184,000 year to date. And I, I haven't even spent 5,000 yet. So it's an easy exchange on dollar. I mean, five to one is, is good. 10 to one is where you strive for, um, to get a return on these mailers. Um, database, I mean, you'll be shocked how, how well it warms up the quality of your conversations. And then when you have great conversations, you're sharing, um, problems that you've fixed, like as memory joggers for other clients. And they'll be like, Oh, yeah, my sister's going through that right now. I bet you can help her. Great. Call her up right now and conference me in, you know, give, give warm referrals, teach them how to refer. So, uh, yeah, good question. Daunting task. I get it, but. It's got to be done, right? But outsource it. There's so many. I mean, you can get pennies on the dollar overseas. Let's go American Made, though, first. Alrighty, we have uh, we have another question. This one's a longer one. It says, "I recently switched firms for a small brokerage to a large to a large one in Austin, Texas, and have been farming for just under a year." Now I farm more consistent, but there are a few others from my firm also farming in my in my neighborhood, any tips on how to stand out against agents from the same company? Mm. You know, that does get to be a little difficult again, because if you don't have, it depends who has the best stats. Like you can literally create a stat for anything. Like several of my stats in a newsletter will talk about nobody has sold a home for more money in the preserves or Greenview or Lake Lingen or like we use three of their stats most of the time. The reality is those people bought in 05, 06, 07 before the collapse. And in my marketplace, those values haven't come back. So it's not that great of a stat, but perception is reality, right? So strive to find or create some stats that are kind of points of separation for you and your competition, whether they're in your brokerage or not. Um, maybe you guys strive to hit every other month, um, you know, so you don't overlap each other. Um, it perhaps your list to sales price ratio is better. Uh, perhaps your days on market for the average seller is less. Um, I like list to sales price ratio because I just think that's more important. You know, when people say, Hey, sold it multiple contracts in two days. What's the average consumer think? They just sold it too low, right? So I'd like list price to, 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 uh, close price offer. Um, how many homes you've sold, how many years you've been in the business. Um, you know, I, I would find, I, I would strive for um, that somehow there were, there are a point of differentiation and then including the community stats. I assume you're both sharing who's for sale, who's under contract, what they sold for, what the average days on market was. Um, if you have any other tools for them, like an automated valuation, you know, a lot of those are available where you can plug in their address and, and automatically gives them an automated value, gives you the email, and then you can follow up and let them know, hey, this is automated. If you're intending the purpose of this value for 
a refinance or considering selling, we'd love the, an opportunity to, to do a visual inspection and really give you much tighter figures. Make sense? Cool. And right, that probably, is the last question we have. All right. Going, going, going. we got about 90 seconds. He's got the best question yet. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> All right, Teddy. So I'm going to get you the reconnect letter. I'm going to get you um, a newsletter. And they, uh, do you want to tell them how to reach out to you to get that, or how, how does that work? Absolutely. So if they want to, um, if they want to reach out to their sales trainer or whoever is taking care of them. Uh, we will have it in the folder with this call with all the information uh, so that sales trainer can easily just go into the folder and get all the documents that they need. And um, or you can also reach out to uh, Jennifer at our front desk and that'll be support at the Nice. And uh, hopefully I'm not overstepping, but I, I, I believe we've opened up sales for the November summit now. We have, yes. Yep. We have, um, we have a good to go. So we have our hotel that you can book. And then, uh, if you want to speak to a sales trainer about getting qualified to come out to the summit, you can also, uh, do that. I know as one of the senior coaches, um, it's, it looks like one of the most dynamic classes, uh, breakouts that we've done. We've added some, uh, a lot of new classes, which are really cool. Um, I know challenging us to, uh, really put our A game up. So I know we're excited. I think we're up to 40 some coaches now, you know, that'll be there at the event, uh, available to you guys morning, noon and night. You know, we're all out there at the bonfire till midnight. We're doing breakout sessions during the day, breaking bread and having a great time. So you guys are ready to take your business to the next level. It is a great opportunity. Um, not only am I in my 26th year in the business, I am in my 26th semester in the core. So if it's not broke, um, you don't need to fix it. It's, it's, it's a home that I've found that's just been a, a, a life changer. So I would encourage you guys to reach out and see you all there. Um, other than that, let's make it a great uh, what's left of the uh, summer, finish the year hard, heading into Q3 and Q4. Hey, we don't know what 2020 is going to be. It's an election year. So I think it's critically important that we nail down and we're leaning into our databases and being purposeful to all we do prospecting. So other than that, Make it a great day. See you. Thank you, Jim. Have a great one. Thank you, everybody, for joining.